Hello, everyone. Welcome to the regular exclusive, the podcast for people who talk about movies way too much. Hey, Renee, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing pretty good. You ready to talk about this movie? Yeah, enough chit chat. Let's just get into it. This one, I'm excited. <laughs> I, th- I think to be in theme with the movie, we need to talk about the movie and then talk about it again and again, again and, and again. again and just see how it evolves. Kind of like for the like movie. 40 years at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today we are talking about Palm Springs, or as I call it, my COVID classic. This movie is a Hulu original. It came out in July 2020. And um, quick overview of the movie. It's, it's a pretty simple plot. Two people, well, actually three people, they are stuck in a time loop. They were all wedding guests and they are living their life the same day at a time. And the all while building some emotions through it. That's beautiful. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, this movie, pretty small cast, but it's starring Andy Samberg, Christine, or is no, it's Kristen, Kristen, and I screw up this last name every time. Is it Miliotti? Sure. Miliotti? I don't know. That sounds pretty good. I think Miliotti. Yeah. But... And then our Lord and Savior, J.K. Simmons. Also known as J. Jonah Jameson. That's mm-hmm. just what I always think of. Spider-Man! <laughs> exactly. So I this... love him. He's amazing, and we'll definitely talk about him. Uh, this movie, Rotten Tomatoes, scored 95%. It's pretty solid uh, for, pretty for, for a comedy. In a, the little bit of research I did, I was shocked by this. The film broke the sales record at Sundance Film when Hulu purchased it for $17.5 million. The, This is the shocking part. The previous record was Birth of a Nation, 1915. <laughs> Wow. Maybe I'm getting all the timing on that wrong, but I was just like, is that with inflation? <laughs> I, maybe. <laughs> I mean, are you telling me that the birth of a nation was sold for like just under 17.5 well, million no, in 1915? No, they, no, birth um, of a nation yeah. set the record <laughs> okay. according to the internet. Uh-huh. We don't know what the record was, but yeah, this is Wikipedia. Uh, Google. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know what? I'll buy it. I think it sounds totally believable. This the, the, and Birth of a Nation, they're their own category now. <laughs> the funny thing to me is that this film was bought for $17.5 million, but it's a, it's a straight-to-streaming movie, so there's no there's not really a box office. They're, That's it, a different way. They measure that now totally differently, though, because it's about who's streaming it, how many people are signing up for the service, the amount yeah. of ads that they're playing and getting money for there's yeah. like a it's like a totally different revenue but, stream. But, and then but we'll never know that. Did They'll they never... buy it before the pandemic? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, they did. OK, so they were maybe planning to release it, but just had to adjust. So it was released, apparently, some box office in the US and Canada in 2020. So most theaters were shut down, uh, was a gentleman's one hundred and sixty four thousand dollars. Wow. Worldwide. Yeah. Only 1.5 million. Mm-hmm. So Hulu paid way more than any sort of box office they got. But I think they got their money back because this movie apparently broke all the Hulu records at the time. Yeah, I believe it. It's also like really great. And, you know, that I mean, Hulu, it just seems weird that they would buy it to like release in theaters like and try that. They're trying to probably get their money on streaming anyways. So yeah. 
kind of yeah. makes sense. But yeah, it's like that whole thing. I don't know how to measure that nowadays. Like yeah. since movies were coming out like same day in theaters and at home, I'm like, you know, I love the theater, <laughs> but man, I don't have to put on pants to watch this at home. I'm not sure if this movie would have been a hit in theaters. I, but I do yeah. think it would have become a cult classic. Totally. I think this movie just people would have just talked about it and it got big from it. Kind of like The Hangover. Yes, that was. Like The Hangover was just like a word of mouth movie that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I mean, some other movies that came out the, in the COVID year of 2020, just to kind of give us all the time frame. Uh, some horror movies like The Empty Man. I know you Hell and yeah. I love that. The Night House, pretty good. Wonder Woman 2. The, the not good one. Birds of Prey, underrated movie. I love Birds of Prey. So good. So uh, good. Tenet, no one knows what's going on. Yeah, that movie was too confusing. Yeah. But we've well, already, we've already, well, I'll bring that up every time that movie <laughs> is mentioned, FYI, because I just, I need someone to explain it to me and then <laughs> someone else to explain that. Anyways, yeah. keep going. Anyways, You're good. There's, there was, you know, a good chunk of movies that came out in 2020. It was King also the year Staten Island. King of Staten Island. Ne- I've like, never seen it. Oh, that's the Pete Davidson movie that uh, Judd Apatow did with him. Yeah, it's what. It's actually what, pretty funny. It's really long, and it's like not as like like hilarious as I thought it would be, but it's like it's got something to say. It's really good. Same with uh, the Hunt is like another fun horror movie that came out that year that like Trump made this whole deal about. It kept getting. <laughs> delayed because it was the movie about democrats kidnapping republican people and hunting them for sport on this like place or this manner in like europe and it's a comedy and a horror it's amazing (laughs) Uh, wow i i've never heard of this but i want to watch it damien lindelof wrote it i believe with somebody Uh else it's real (laughs) confusing halfway through all right. No, actually, it's not yet. They, it's not like lost, but yeah, it's good. I recommend it. All right. Solid. Well, and then we have the Oscar winner Nomadland, a very mm-hmm. beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Let's just get into it. Let's let's start. Let's talk about the movie. OK, well, first, why don't you tell me why you wanted me to watch this movie so bad? Like, I'm really glad that you had me watch it, but I'd love to know, like, what got you excited about having me watch it? Yeah. There's okay. so many, there's so many, <laughs> so many reasons why I wanted you to watch this movie. I, I, so 2020 was, was real hard for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. especially at this time in 2020, you know, we had just gone through like the very beginning of COVID when everyone thought it was just like a flu and then turns out they were wrong. And then they're like, that's oh, going to go away in the summer Maybe it got a little bit better and then it spiked and everything shut down again. Palm Springs came out in July and it was just like, it was the pick me up that, that I needed. I like, I just needed something good, something funny. And I really didn't expect very much of it because it was a Hulu original movie. If at that point, Netflix had never put out a good movie. They put out good shows, but never a good movie. So like yeah, streaming there's movies. There's been some. There's definitely been some. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll fight so about that I, another day. I, I just, I didn't have expectations for streaming movies. And then we just watched this because I saw that it was a time loop movie and I love time loop movies. And so I watched it and it was just 
the best experience. I it, it was just so great. I think I watched this probably four or five times the rest of the year. Like it was yeah. just like the ultimate pick me up, and it's so fun. It's so good. It's just constant laughs. And when you said that you've never seen it before, I'm like, this is right up Renee's alley. She has <laughs> to see this. So I'm 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 glad that you actually watched it and I'm glad that you liked it because man, do we have so much to talk about? We have a lot and it's all good things. This was a great movie and I'm really glad that I watched it. I wish I would have seen it in 2020 because that's like thousand percent when I could have used that pick me up. But yeah, I love it. I definitely feel like it's an instant like I'm going to be rewatching this multiple times, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. we should uh, get into it then. Let's get into it. This movie fits perfect into like great time loop movies. I guess TV counts too, because there are some of those. Um, but time loop content. Oh, God, I hate that word though. <laughs> content, it's just like, ugh, it, it's too much. I love time loop movies. Very I very specifically though put this into a subcategory of time loop movies. And this subcategory i love every movie i've ever seen in it and that subcategory is stuck in a time loop movie there's time traveling movies or Mm -hmm. time loop movies like um you know donnie darko or looper Mm -hmm. they are experience like they are doing weird forms of going back back in the past or they're seeing versions of their future like and they're in the butterfly effect kind of because that one he goes back to the same points multiple times that's like why i always think of it as like a time loop i i think the big the big difference between time loop movies and stuck in a time loop movie is one the people stuck it's involuntary so ashton kutcher in that or donnie darko or looper like they are choosing in some sense to go through. Yeah. They're choosing to travel, but then also they are reliving one moment, like one day over and over and over again. So it's and that like sub- if they die or go to sleep, it just starts over. Basically, yes. there's a reset. So yes. technically, though, even if it's not actually like sci fi, technically, 51st Dates is technically a time loop movie. It, it, I feel you bad. Could, you could argue it earlier. You could argue but- it. I didn't right? think about it, but like, it's, it's pretty it's good the argument. Most realistic version of a time loop because yeah. it, only if your brain and memento, I guess, too. No, memento is it's it backwards. Okay, so it's a backwards time loop. Excuse me, but same fucking it's, thing, right? It's not a time loop. It's oh, just okay. played backwards. All right, I haven't seen that movie in forever, so oh, I just rewatched. Make, but doesn't it he forget everything ago. every day? Yeah, but that's why he plays it backwards. He forgets things, but he doesn't relive the same day. Okay, yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying is that I guess you're right. Okay, 50 first dates. She technically does live the same day for a long time over and over because her dad and her, her brother set it up that way. Yeah, so she her, is technically. Yeah, her experience is a time loop. Yeah, but they're not stuck yeah. there. She is, but she doesn't know she's stuck, right? Kind she of, doesn't... It's actually interesting. We're watching the outside of the time loop. Mm-hmm. In that Which you never normally. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I think it's an interesting point. I think we can throw it in the category. I'm going to put it in that category. Yeah, Um, I'm going to choose to think of it that way. It's a great movie. But (laughs) so I I love those movies. I'm going to list these movies. It all starts with with The Godfather, Groundhog's Day. I thought you were going to say The Godfather. (laughs) Okay, that's another one I have not seen. I know, know. terrible. But mentioned it several times. There's no time loops in there, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, the Godfather. Gotcha. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Groundhog's Day. Um, yes, I'm embarrassed so about it. 1993 is when that came out. Then it we didn't get another stuck in a time loop till 2011 with source code. And that one's like a weird time loop, right? Because he's like in yeah. a remote place and he's trying to. The, he's kind of like plugged into happened, a computer. Right? He's like plugged into a computer. He's plugged into a computer simulation. Yeah. But it's like also the same day. And yeah. You can actually this, make a difference. Yeah. But it's, it's like. It's the train. It's blows a time up. loop. He, for he sure. to, it's a time loop with a mystery. He has yeah, to solve the mystery. A, yep. I love yep. that because it's like a little detective spin, but he's like a, you know, like a yeah. soldier or something. And then there's another big twist at the end of that one, right? Yeah. We're, Isn't it like he's like, he's been dead the whole time or something? Well, yeah, yeah. He's, it's like, it's well, like his I love brain that. is plugged in. And then like the ending of it, I need to rewatch it, but it's like the ending is like he solves the mystery, but then like his brain gets sentient in the simulation and then he lives on and i don't know something oh weird. yeah i don't remember any of that but <laughs> i i want to rewatch it now but i do know yeah, yeah it's like the big twist and kind of it's always my favorite twist when it's like she's been dead for 10 years <laughs> and you're like what i love it i always just assume that's what's happening in every movie but it's weird that there's almost a 20 year span before another one of those movies. And like Groundhog's, Groundhog's Day, Day did it so well, probably. But like it was a successful movie. They didn't and, make sequels. No, oh. it was a successful movie. And that is weird. It's kind of weird that no one copied it because I feel like Hollywood is always copying each other. So yeah, yeah that like, they didn't make a whole franchise out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he but was busy know, with you, Ghostbusters still. I well, don't it's know. Like, it's like, you know, there's there's always like pairs of movies that come out together, like White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Yes. Or like uh, Deep Impact Armageddon. Yeah. Like, like same year, same fucking plot. <laughs> yeah. Literally. So it's it's just <laughs> it's weird, weird that there's, yeah. there's like a 20 year gap. And then God bless the 2010s because the 2010s just make up for old times because from 2010, we have Source Code and then Edge of Tomorrow, which is I haven't maybe, seen that one. That's maybe one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. That's it's, like a oh Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, right? Yeah, am I wrong? It's, it's like okay. a shockingly good sci-fi he has movie. Some good movies, but yeah, that, I have. That's is that sci-fi. your hot take that Tom Cruise has no, some no, good movies? I'm just saying that, like, especially in like the lit. I mean, I just always feel like he always is in good movies. Like, if even. If even if it's not that great, he's okay. he's pretty great. I yeah. like him. So, so we have Edge of Tomorrow Hot in 2014, <laughs> and then Happy Death Day in 2017, which my favorite classic. That and the sequel, both great. They're um, unbelievably good. Then 2019, Russian Doll, which is just I have pure, not watched it's it. Pure art to me. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's good. It's I so, love. It's so uh, good. I love her. She's incredible. What's her name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's she's incredible. And that show is her one other woman, I forget her name, and then Amy Poehler. Really? They oh that they they, oh yeah, you know what? I they wrote that show together. Yeah. That's cool. It's amazing. Highly recommend both seasons. (laughs) Yeah, and so 2019, and then we get this in 2020. So, like we just get a decade of great stuck in a time loop movies. And it's just so it, are it, you it, saying source code is responsible? Because maybe it I, sounds I think, like I mean, it is. source code was the pioneer to bringing it back. Yeah, it maybe it's maybe the least successful of all these movies. But source code 
they went there. All right. So then I think we should move on now. We've covered. All right. There's so yeah. many more time loop movies than I even thought to. I was thinking mm-hmm. like I could name three off the top of my head. And then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, well, one that lot. I one that I know that you haven't seen that you have to see is Looper. Yes. OK. But you Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like time travel like, or just time loop. No, no, no. It, well, it's it's time travel. Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a killer for hire. Yeah, it's and, like an assassin, right? And the people that he kills are people from the future. So people in the future send people to the past to get assassinated. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is one of those people that assassinates them. And one of the people that gets sent back is his future self, Bruce Willis. So he has to kill himself. I love he tra- this already. He, he tries to kill himself. It doesn't go right. And so then the story goes from there. What do you mean about there. his makeup? Well, if you, if you haven't noticed, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis look Don't nothing look alike. alike. Yeah. So <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt wears these prosthetics oh. to look more like Bruce Willis. Because Bruce Willis is not going to. I was about to say, no. they're like, he's like, uh, Bruce Willis is like, pay I'm me a hell of a lot of money yeah. if you want to cover this beautiful face. But like, which I would also say the same thing as Joseph Gordon Levitt, but he's also like, it's kind of cool to be able to look like uh, Bruce Willis. Why not? Like, he wears Fuck these it. like bright blue contacts, and huh. but it's a, it's a great movie. And putting it uh, on the list. Emily Blunt is on it. So that's not a that's not a loop movie, but it's a time travel name. So I feel like it kind of counts. Well, the the loop is their life. They're not (laughs) stuck in technically a loop, though. Okay, yeah, I won't be technical. I have a lot of things that I thought of that I was like, yeah, I guess these don't actually count. But in my mind, they do. And I think that is important. Time travel as a whole is a big category. Mm -hmm. So. I just recommended this movie to my mom. Oh, yeah. She would love this. I think this movie is timeless. And I think it's a movie that everyone can enjoy. Oh, yeah. I would not say that about any of the other movies that we listed of like Happy Death Day, Edge of Tomorrow, Source Code. They're all very specific to a certain genre and type of person. This one has so much of everything. You could really recommend it to anybody. The only other movie I could think of that has like multiple people in a time loop situation is uh, that horror movie in the tall grass, which came out in 2019. It's like one of the Netflix movies. It's really good. It's uh, based on a short story by Joe Hill and Stephen King, which is Joe Hill is his son. And uh, it's like a really short story. Like I read it and was like, wow, this is fucking short. I was shocked that people, they were going to make a movie out of it because it's like, Literally, these people pull over on a road trip, these brother, sister, they hear a kid in this really tall grass, obviously from the fucking name, you know, we're going to be in the grass and they like he sounds like he's calling for help. So the, the sister goes in after him and then once she's in there, it's like a maze and she can't get out. And then the brother goes in. And he like they jump up and like every two seconds, they're like further and further. They're moving without knowing it. And there's like like other people come in and then they are like going back further in time. And so they interact with with each other at different stages. It's really fucking confusing, but mm-hmm. it is like a, like they can't escape kind of a deal. Um, and there's like there's another couple there, the, the kids, parents and the dad is uh, Patrick Wilson. And he's like 
Jack Torrance in the shining vibes right there. Cause he's like, I've gone crazy. I've touched the big rock here. And now I'm, I love the grass and like, you need to join with me or die. Like weird shit. It gets really fucking disturbing too, but it's like the only thing I could think of where like multiple people are, are in a time loop situation. Cause I hmm. noticed that, that this was different that way. I was already yeah. like, Oh, that's cool. Because then it's like a new spin on it. Like you were saying. So it's fun to have like a romantic side of things versus like it works. I think it works well for like the like a romantic comedy having Mm. multiple people in it. And then same with like a horror movie, because, yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody, I would be the first person to go insane after that, I think, especially if I was trapped in some fucking grass. I am hella allergic to grass. (laughs) That sounds like my fucking nightmare. And it's like muddy and and disgusting oh god and there's like dead things around because those things don't move oh god it's actually a decent movie like i recommend it it sucks because this is maybe my scariest situation to be in a horror movie or any kind of movie because my my go-to get out of jail free card in any scenario that's like really upsetting i would just kill myself and so (laughs) this movie i was like man that's got to be fun. like if you can't just kill yourself like that really is like hell. Right. <laughs> Not saying that, like, I'm dying to kill myself. But like if I was in if I woke up tomorrow, you want to remove like, yourself from the equation. Yeah, exactly. If it's a horrible <laughs> scenario that there's no escape from. Right. Like if I wake up and I'm stuck in a time loop forever and I <laughs> and every time I kill myself, it just starts over. I mean, I think I would literally go insane. I think yeah. I would. I think your mind can't handle that. Like I, my mind would break instantly. That's why I would always go, I'll just kill myself instantly because then I won't have to deal with the, the descent quickly into <laughs> madness. Cause I know it's coming. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like Andy Ber- Sandberg says uh, that that one point he's just like, well, we don't really have a choice, but to live. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, it means something different too. Like mm. obviously for take every day for, you know, you don't want to take any day for granted. Yeah. You want to make the most of life, but it's also like literally though, that is pretty freaking scary. If you think about it, yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, trapped ma- ma- for eternity, doing the same thing over and over again. That is like literally the definition of insanity. But, so. think about, but th- <laughs> this just popped into my head. Maybe the reason people don't go insane in these scenarios is because when they wake up, they also return to their current mental state oh, of that I don't day. Think, oh, I guess you're right. They do. No, wait, they don't. No, no, no. Because I was like, well, because no, when he talks to him at the wedding. Things. Yeah, they, they have to remember everything. But 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 remembering things and like a mental state are two different things. I don't know, man. There's a lot of things <laughs> that like I don't want to remember, but they like are like forever burned into my mind and they do affect like any uh, everything in my mind so yeah i would say like there's a lot like there's some things you just can't get over is what i'm trying to say and yeah. in 90 percent of like a horror or sci-fi scenario mm-hmm. i think i would my mind would break if my body didn't first that's what i think all right let's talk about this wonderful film i was blown away by every person in this movie the entire casting i think is is flawless and it especially sticks out to me because i like andy samberg he is not he's never been one of my favorite people ever but i think he's incredible in this movie i think kristen is 
also it's like a coming out party for her. She is so amazing, yeah. good. And then they have good I, chemistry too. Oh yeah. And I think JK Simmons, like he's always great. Just amazing. <laughs> but Andy Samberg, let's start with him. I, I loved how this movie starts. Like a lot of like time loop movies, like you see them enter the time loop. Mm-hmm. And I love how this movie starts with Andy has just been living in the time loop. And without saying it, you just get it. Like yeah, he is that was so exactly what I noticed, it. like right away. Like literally, I think within five minutes, I was just like, yeah, he's definitely been here a minute. <laughs> like yeah. he's a hundred percent. Like everything that he's doing is like so perfect and like. Yeah, it was just he had the right thing to say at every moment. He was doing the right, like perfect timing. They give you plenty of hints without saying, hey, FYI. He's like, oh, yeah, this is like day 500 and whatever, you know? Yeah. They don't sell it out for you, but you like instantly are like, okay, yeah, he's definitely been here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and it's, it's, it's great with this movie. It's so self aware that it's a time loop movie. Yes. Which and- is fun. And so like, it just doesn't require very much setup. Like people get it. And so, yeah, like the fact We've that it starts, of them. <laughs> yeah, like, it starts with him just like, uh, just like so over it. Yeah. Like he has sex with his girlfriend and it's like probably the thousandth time that they've done it and it's not doing it for him. <laughs> My favorite part about that. She's like, oh, you're taking too long. Like when they're having, when they're fucking. And then she's like, I got to get ready. And then she's over like at her suitcase. And she's like, my grandmother's ring. It's gone. And he's just standing there continuing to fucking masturbate and staring at her just like with this look of like, just totally nothing in his face. And it's just so fucking funny. I was like, of course, Andy Samberg is already masturbating like like a minute into this movie. <laughs> It was wonderful. <laughs> and her continuing to freak out and like yelling the whole time while he's doing it, like, oh no. And he's just like still fucking going. I was dying. I was like, I'm in on this movie already. Yeah. <laughs> it's great because like you get his whole vibe in the first five, 10 minutes. And then it just makes the rest of the movie so much easier with him talking about how like he's tried everything. Like, mm-hmm. He's he's killed himself in every way imaginable. It's totally believable because, yeah, from that very first scene, you're just like, this guy is over everything. Yeah, he really is. And I love that in movies like I feel like this is also something specific to time loop movies where I love how people just get super casual about dying in those movies. I mean, granted, like they're like, oh, yeah, it hurts. But like also they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it in all these crazy ways. And I'm like you know, I think I would still just do the same peaceful method each time, you know, or like instant death. Like I'm like, even if I know I'm going to wake up tomorrow, that still seems unpleasant. Like I'm just going to do it a normal way. Although like when he's in the car and she's like driving and he's like, just puts his head on the fucking like dashboard, just bracing for impact for a quick death. (laughs) Nothing worse than slowly dying in an ICU. (laughs) Yep. I have that written down. Yes. It was so good. I was like, Uh, that's the line of the movie almost. Uh, and then <laughs> I love every second of the wedding and the reception the first time around. Like he's just everything in his, he's doing. He's in his Hawaiian shirt, drinking a beer at in the his wedding. Shorts. In his, his shorts. shorts. Yep. <laughs> and then like the the entire reception sequence is just incredible from the insane speech that he gives. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that was like the moment that it's like if you haven't figured out that he's in a time loop already like this ought to do it because everything about him 
up to that moment, you're like, okay, wait a minute. That's not real. And then also he, I would say I wrote, I was like totally like obsessed with how he was on the dance floor because it was so fucking funny. (laughs) I mean, I could have watched another 10 minutes of just that scene alone. It was so good. Oh yeah. And just like, he's constantly making eye contact. Yeah, <laughs> with the, with the girl Sarah, and just like <laughs> he's just like dancing around people, and just like knows every move, and it's like he's done this a thousand times. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like if it's somebody maybe that like could be read the wrong way, you're like this guy's a freak. But Andy Samberg just has this really sweet charm. I liked seeing him so like deadpan and everything sucks and nothing matters. But it was like because he does have a dry sense of humor sometimes, but he's also like so goofy and like positive sometimes, you know, like a lot (laughs) of the time. So it was fun seeing a totally different side to him and even some serious stuff, which he could totally be in a dramatic movie. I mean, this might be a great segue for him to kind of start it. It might take a minute Mm because of all the lonely island, jizz in my pants, all that stuff. He was great. And and then, you know, that leads to to Kristen Miliotti. Miliotti, I'm sorry, I'm getting that terrible. But she is amazing. Like the whole movie, I'm just like saying, I'm like, the only thing I had seen her in prior to this is she's the mother in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I've never seen her. And I thought I, I was like, she looks like, like she looked familiar, but mm-hmm. I could not fucking place her. And then I was like, I feel like she looks like a combination of like Allison Hannigan from totally. How I Met Your Mother. And yeah. then, which is funny that my brain went there. And uh, Anna Diarmis or something like their child, their love oh, child. If you combine them both, I feel like the face, because I was getting, I, it took me a while to figure that out. I probably didn't even recognize her at the time, but like I had no frame of mind that like this is a comedic actor. Mm-hmm. And like she goes pound for pound with Andy Samberg in this movie. Like oh, the, yeah. the entire movie. She just lets loose and like, like with the cop. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was just fucking dying because that was so good. She was just I, like, officer, like she's like, he's trying to kill me. And, like runs away and shit. It was just like so fucking good. It's like I would want to have that kind of fun, too. You know, yeah. like I think that would be like the best part of being in a time loop would be at first. I mean, granted, yeah. 40 years or however long you're fucking stuck there. It's going to be shitty eventually, yeah. but At first, it's like, I loved how much fun she was having with it. Because I was like, Mm -hmm. that would be fucking fun. (laughs) Yeah. My wife, she she always loves the the scene right after she wakes up and tackles him in the pool. Tell me what the fuck is going on. Yes, I know. We were dying. She's like, like, she's (laughs) screaming underwater. Yeah. And she's throwing the, the beers at him. Yeah. I'm not going to hurt you, Chuck. And she yeah. starts fucking throwing him. I was dying. Oh, it was so, so good. She's so good. And yeah, and they and, have they have amazing chemistry. Those they two. really do. Like being with Andy Samberg in a movie, it seems like, you know, he's so funny. And like, I almost feel like it'd be like hard to share the screen and be like, actually take up space next to him. And she really fucking does, man. I was very impressed. I yeah. really... I thought she was great. I I loved their chemistry, but a lot of the she just had a different kind of humor, but she was so funny. Like when that more, I think it's the same morning that she wakes up and then there's like, they are fighting or whatever. And then like the, her sister, the bride, her teeth, 
oh, like, yeah, fucked she... up. She's... <laughs> and then she's like, they're all like saying like, oh, it's okay or whatever like that. And then, and then she just fucking like pukes in the garbage can. She's like, so fucking like, what is happening? Why is this happening? And then the whole time, Andy Samberg's just like, oh, she'll be fine in the morning. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I know. And man. I liked how it like started off with him again, right after like the first one. And then when he sees her again, like in the pool, it then goes back and like starts off. I mean, granted, you don't get that much scenes, but mm-hmm. it's, it goes right back to like, OK, now we're getting her day so far, yeah. which is literally just being confused and then throwing beer cans at him when yeah. she sees him in the pool. <laughs> uh, yeah, 100 percent. They were and- just they had great chemistry, which is like 100 percent necessary for this, because like if you look at him saying, you know, oh, I've I've tried this a thousand times or whatever. We've totally like hooked up thousands mm. of times. It's like, yeah, that's really weird. That's creepy, yeah. right? Because she can't fucking remember that. And it can yeah. be really sketch. I mean, it kind of goes like a little bit towards the line. But but yeah, it's like Andy Sandberg is super charming. And also like he doesn't come off as a soup like a creep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, well, we never saw any other other times. We don't know what the fuck he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, we did see some of the we saw the some people. of them. <laughs> yes. Those were great. I mean, it's pretty safe to assume that he fucked everyone at, at that wedding. wedding, except oh, yeah. for except for the bride and groom. He tried the bride. I but... <laughs> love that part when he's like, "Mind if I cut in?" <laughs> it's like, why not? You know, the like that dance. would be the fun shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I think she was so good, and their chemistry. This movie would be terrible if they didn't have that chemistry because like yeah. you look at a lot of other time loop movies they really kind of focus on one person and yeah that's a good and like not like, like a, multiple people yeah like like you know the 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 og is groundhog's day and like that movie is carried by bill murray but yeah like they're together so much if they sucked then this movie's terrible yeah also, speaking of chemistry, and mm-hmm. I think I think my favorite character in this movie, J.K. Simmons as Roy is just... I literally was like, who the fuck is Roy? Like so many times because I was like, I have to know more because <laughs> he just shows up for the first day that we see Andy Samberg go through. Then he gets shot by a fucking arrow and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And it's J.K. Simmons. I think that's my favorite line in the movie is like he gets shot. And he's like, you're a sick. and i'm like who is roy and why is he hunting him and i was like roy must obviously be in on this time loop shit because it was it was really funny for a while because i was like i didn't know what they were going to do with this character and i just was so obsessed with it when i found out but i feel like for like a long time it was like i I was getting like jumanji vibes of like the (laughs) hunter that comes out of the game and is always like after robin williams and you're like what why why is he so relentless but it's like I loved his introduction. I thought it was very, I wasn't expecting it to be JK oh. Simmons at first. And then I was like, oh, oh yeah. boy. I don't, I don't even know if I saw a full trailer for this movie. So like I never did. Yeah. I did, I didn't even realize he was in it. So like when they're on the rock making out and then like he's getting naked and then he gets hit with the arrow. I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> and then Kristen's reaction where she just starts screaming. <laughs> Oh my god! 
just exactly amazing. it was so good because yeah i was like oh this is like when the movie's like taking a left turn and we're yeah. going to somewhere else and i just love when that kind of stuff comes out of nowhere yeah. and it was perfect it was literally perfect timing because you're like oh yeah they're about to fuck but then and, it's and, like nope <laughs> yeah and then realizing it's jk simmons i'm like are you serious like- yes and i was like trying to decide the whole movie because i love their like relationship in this movie i love them together in movies all the time i i also like love them in um i love you man that mm. movie remember he plays oh uh, yeah he Paul plays Rudd's the dad brother, and then jk simmons yeah is the dad and so and he's always like oh really like who's your best friend and he goes robbie and it's like adam's uh andy samberg it's like his best friend he's yeah. like yeah him and hank mardukas or whatever <laughs> yeah, and it's mardukas. like i love and then andy samberg in that movie he's like gay but he like is oh like always hitting he, on the straight guys that he trains at the gym and he gets yeah. into like leave their wives because because <laughs> so seducing good. gay guys is too easy yeah he's like exactly I need, ch- I need a challenge yeah exactly it was just <laughs> i love that it was so good and and i love their like they're they're not that much together in that movie they're like you know they're mm-hmm. not really in the movie that much but I, that is always one of my favorites when i see them and i was trying to decide like i i love this movie now too though well like, and that their that's... whole bit back and forth it's more of like aggressive but it changes it really surprised me (laughs) well and that scene towards the end when they like reconcile yes that was that was just jk simmons reminding everyone that he's an he's an oscar did he did he win for the drumming yeah did he win the oscar for that regardless he is that caliber of actor he's just reminding it he's just reminding yeah, I was like, I want to say yes so bad. And I should know that 100%. I think he can do any role. Oh, like, yeah. He's amazing. He's, a, he's just unbelievable. He's just always good. <laughs> you can always count on him. Like, I just he's just wonderful. I love uh, him. He's so was, funny. He can be really dramatic and like really like, you know, J. Jonah Jameson, like screaming yeah. all the time, really extra. And then other times he's like, he's got this really quiet, like, knowledge and i don't know he just he comes it he can do it all i think i'm convinced and and i love when actors do movies that i wouldn't expect them to do yes and like i I would not expect jk simmons to do a movie like this and he does it and they're in another movie right i think that just that that uh chip and dale movie that just came out like they both (laughs) voice characters in it and like so does john mulaney and it's like directed by one of the lonely island guys like people are saying it's actually funny and good but all i know is i heard today that they were both in that movie and i was like this is amazing it's like their little (laughs) weird trilogy of movies together (laughs) oh man you know, the rest of the cast, like they, they place the girlfriend, the girlfriend is so good. Like the actress is so good. Oh, she's so, that bitch sucks. She sucks. She's literally the worst. And my favorite is like the way that he talks to her because he just stops caring about anything. (laughs) And she's like, are you cheating on me? And he goes, no, you're cheating on me. You goof. (laughs) And it's like, and he's always like, oh, just shut up and go fuck whatever that guy. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Oh, so, so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was great. I also loved the uh, the guy that he that was like the really nice guy that he fucked. He's like, I'm glad I did that. He's a really nice <laughs> yeah. guy. I'm glad I tried it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I love this. And like, you know, maybe a lot of people probably would. If you're stuck in a time loop, might as well. Maybe that's what does it to get you out of here. Um, the other uh, person I wanted to talk about, if that's, 
is the old woman. Darla? The grandma. Yeah. Is that her name? Darla? Are you talking about no, the, no, woman, not the, the woman, woman at the, the bar. bar? No, the one at the wedding. The older okay, woman yeah, who yeah. comes up and compliments his speech and then talks yes. to her at the end. She's a thousand percent in the time loop, right? I that I think that's an unanswerable question. Like she no, kind of, I, I think she is. I think they imply I, I, it with the, the way that she talks to her at yeah. the end. And now you get to go back or something. I was like, oh yeah, but it's, it's a happy thing yeah. for her because she doesn't have to get old and die. And yeah. she's with her family for every day. It's, it's kind of like JK Simmons. Like, exactly. He chooses to stay in the loop. No, he doesn't. He goes at the end. No. Yeah, the, he he comes up to Andy Samberg in the post credit scene. Well, yeah. And then he's like, "You're." I got the message. I talked to your girlfriend last night with a crazy plan. And then Andy Samberg doesn't recognize him. So he's yeah. like, oh, it worked. Because he well, also wants to get out because he wants to see his kids grow up and all that. He's just making the best of it. I was like, I, somebody I, has to fucking tell this guy to get I, out. They can't just I, leave him there. Well, she sent him a note. Saying yeah, they you were find get that out. out at the end. But... So then I guess then I guess the question is, does he's he like, actually oh, do shit. it? I felt I like it... he went to the wedding to see if it worked. Yeah, because he, like, he, he has that whole moment where he's like, today's a good day and I get to be with my kids every day. Like he so. But he maybe also he said does, maybe, before that, maybe that he, he does get doesn't get to like see them grow old or grow up and do yeah. adults and he doesn't get to like you know, be with his daughter at the wedding and mm-hmm. walk her down the aisle and all that. So I kind of got the vibe that he was like, he's enjoying, like it made him mm-hmm. really appreciate his family, but like, also he's like, you know, I'm cool to go mm-hmm. back. So oh. I was like, when they left, I was like, oh my God, what about JK Simmons? We yeah. can't just leave that poor guy there. But yeah, I thought, I, I thought I, that was interesting. I hope she left like detailed enough instructions that he doesn't need to learn quantum physics to replicate. I mean, it sounds like it's pretty like simple. I mean, granted, she figured all that out and I would never be able to do that no matter how many days in a row I studied it. So I was impressed, but it sounds like it basically boiled down to walking in there with a fucking bomb on you and blowing yourself (laughs) up right at at the right time. It yeah, had to be yeah. like mid midway through. I would assume she must have told him how to do that. Because if she was I, like, uh, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Just blow I, yourself up at some point. I absolutely loved that. Because like some other time loop movies, like they have like like moral reasons why there's it's almost like a purgatory thing. I like love they have that. to do something to get out in order yeah. to like to be a better person or something. And I love that this they're like, maybe it's this. They think it's that. Yeah. And then it's like, nope, it's science. And she goes and learns quantum physics so that she's like, this is how we get out. This yeah. isn't this isn't morality. It's nothing. It's science. Here's how we get out. Like, exactly. Like, but it's like they do think that at first, like they have to yeah. be really nice. But yeah, then it's the, like, yeah, they get into that where they're yeah. they're definitely not. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. okay, it doesn't obviously it doesn't matter. We're just stuck. Or she's like, fuck that. I'm going to fucking figure this out, which yeah. I love that. I love the energy reminded me of like Happy Death Day, too. And she has mm-hmm. to like but she has to be able to like write that crazy formula and like teach those nerds mm-hmm. how to fucking do it. Yeah. And I was like, no, never <laughs> could do that. I would never be able to do that. There's just yeah. no way. So, I mean, I appreciate that this is an option, but I, I would rather be stuck in a situation where I just have to do something nice to get out. You know, like that would be more up my alley. That's, that's ideal. If I'm doing math, I'm dead already. Like I'm, I'm stuck, you know, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think overall, I think the characters are all great too. They just all felt good and 
um, fully fleshed out. And I love before we like move on to other topics, I did want to say that when uh, when J.K. Simmons and Andy Saberg were doing cocaine, they were like, let's go party. And then, I, well, I thought it was going to be coke. dance. Yeah. And then I was like, well, it's like bright colors. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that was that was a little. That was a little I was weird. like, are they actually snorting? Like, I mean, it sounded like maybe it was like shrooms or some other crazy mm. drug. I don't know. I don't think you short you snort that though. So I don't ground know, but... ground those shrooms up. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> fuck, that sounds awful. Um, but yeah, I was like, what the fuck drug is that? But whatever it was, I was just like, man, I love that they're just getting into it. And then this is, of course, how they meet. I loved how he was like. Oh yeah, I met him like at a we partied together a long time ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be a great story. <laughs> great backstory. I almost was expecting this movie to go down a darker path sometimes mm-hmm. with that. And like at the end, I was thinking, like, when he does that whole like speech, which I loved because he's like, comma. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he because he's trying, she only gives him one sentence ampersand. out of the speech. He's ampersand. <laughs> And then he's like, like, I wrote it all down because I was like, these are just too fucking good. And I love like I am really good with like grammar and spelling. So I love all that kind of shit. I love uh, stupid shit like that, like emphatic period. And he's like colon ellipses. Ellipses. <laughs> so good. And he's like extending his one sentence. But I was like, oh, like at the end, maybe like she's going to be like, fuck you. Like you're like an asshole or like you're like a creep and then like leave without him. So I was like, oh, it's nice that they got together. But I was almost like thinking that happy ending. I was ex- not expecting it throughout the movie because I felt like it really was not building to that point. I thought it was going to yeah. build to something that was like, eh, we're not together. We don't need yeah. each other. Like this isn't that movie, even though it was kind of making you think that at the beginning. I just like I don't know. Her. What do you think? Did I just you like expect her. it. I just liked her response to the to the run on sentence. She's like, that was a grammatical nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, it was. But that was so cute because he's like just trying so hard and he's not good at that. (laughs) It was so great. She's like emphatic period. That is just an exclamation point. Yeah, I I didn't want to come off desperate. (laughs) It's like Uh, just, yeah, straight up humor in this movie is so good because it's just so deadpan and it's great. But so it's just. He's just I don't, charming, so I was on board with them to getting together if that was the mm-hmm. case. But I just I was almost not expecting it because I thought this movie was kind of setting up a little bit differently, you know? Yeah, I don't think like it might not be a happy ending or something. I don't think I ever thought that they weren't going to end up together because like I was like, this is a rom-com that but is there's movies where they don't. Yeah, yeah. Rare. They... I mean, the breakup is like, that's the movie that made me think maybe sometimes rom-coms, they don't end up together. Yeah, I guess I just didn't feel like while I was watching the movie, I wasn't necessarily watching it for their romance. I oh, like yeah. them. No, that they had good I, chemistry, I felt like that but it was like a secondary point. Yeah, like I felt felt like the I felt like the development of their relationship and kind of how like they went through the beginning phase of a relationship, then the middle phase where things are getting dull. And then like they fight, they fight and break up. It kind of brought everything full circle of like, they were stuck together and that's why they started together. But them separating from each other, it like, that's what made them realize like, no, this is not just because we are stuck together. Yeah. 
you know, we actually choose to be together yeah, regardless. They, yeah, yeah. I like that too. I think that's, that's pretty fun. I, yeah. I love that. Like it was more, yeah, like light on the romantic and kind of more heavy on the comedy, which is perfect. I think that was like the right mix for this movie. And it's a little bit different, you know, like we're talking about in the sense of like, this is one of the few things where there's multiple people stuck in the time loop. Yes. Like Groundhog's Day. It's all about, well, it's all the goal is for him to get the girl. And so like, he kind of does that creepy thing you're talking about where like he tries to seduce her and like, it doesn't work. And then he's like, okay, well, I know that doesn't work. It's like 50 first dates almost. Yeah, kind of. Which is like nowadays kind, you're like kind of a time loop. I look at that now and I'm like, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. That was like but, the most realistic version of a time loop. If yeah. you think about it, 50 first dates. Yeah. Granted, except for the fact that she remembers him at the end. Yeah. But like Groundhog's Day, he 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 finally gets the girl. And it at that point, like he's accepted his situation. And so he's trying to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And then and then he gets her and then the loop stops. Uh, spoiler yes. alert. But like, don't worry, that's not we're going to be spoiling movies. a lot of fucking movies. But the difference between Groundhog's Day and Palm Springs is that it's two people in the loop. And so in Groundhog's Three Day, but yes, but in Groundhog's yeah. Day, he is trying to get the girl. She doesn't really have a choice because she's out, just like forgetting every day. single day. Yeah. In, in Palm Springs, they have to choose each other. Okay, after a certain point, though, but he also yeah. said that they had hooked up thousands of times or whatever. So he <laughs> technically, Groundhog's Day is like the prequel to this, yeah, is like kinda, what you're saying. Yeah. So but yeah, I'm, saying I'm totally with The ending of Palm that. Springs, they had to choose each other. Exactly. They actually made the choice together. I liked that as well, because I think that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Like what I was saying with that Twilight Zone thing, like, yeah, she doesn't get any choice in the matter. So it's like rightly like, so that she's, you know, that's fucking weird. Why are you doing that? Stop. Leave me alone, yeah. you know? And then she won't remember. It's like really scary. But um, a lot of movies, a lot of ha- montages. Yeah, a lot of movies have montages. Time loop movies are defined by their montages. Usually Very true. T- stuck in time loop movies. They kind ha- of have their, to. Their, their montage is about dying and a lot. It, yeah. Or like anything just because it's like they literally can't show you the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, as much as it would make you feel like, yeah, okay, now I'm in the fucking time loop. Not a fun viewer experience, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're like, let's just sum it up so you can get the feeling that like, okay, now they've been stuck there for like a while too. Yeah. It helps just time move faster and the movie not be three hours, which I love. Yeah. (laughs) So the fact that this movie had two and maybe even three Actually, no, it has three, maybe even four montages in it. You have to remind me of all of them because there's there is a lot that I almost lost track of. I my the one that really sticks out in my mind, I think, is the one of him with J.K. Simmons. And it's all the ways that uh, Roy has killed him (laughs) in the past. So (laughs) torture and all these other different things. It was hilarious. This movie is incredible with how they how they do that. So. The first one is when she accepts their situation. And so it's after he puts his head on the dash and they die. And then after she's freaked out, which I would do too. They've yeah. killed themselves. They start over a second time and she's like, okay, I get yeah. it. Or no, no, actually it's, it's after that they die. And then she thinks it's a moral thing. Oh, and so yeah, then yeah. Like, we she do has the, right the scene where she 
tells her sister something. I and need then, to know what you think about that. Too. Yeah, and then walks away. And then she wakes up and she's like, nothing fucking matters. Okay, whatever. Let's get out of here. Yeah. And then, then we get the montage of them just fucking around. Exactly. Yes. And okay. That was another one I remembered when they're just doing all that crazy shit. And it culminates. They go to the bar and they do that choreographed dance and like yeah, with hold the matching on to each other outfits. Like like, yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun because it's like, I love the fact that it's like they took the time to learn that dance perfectly. Mm. And then they just did that. They like filmed the whole thing. Yeah, it's so fun. I love that because that's like one of the fun parts about it. But like yeah. you realistically, as much as it would suck, you're not like, OK, now I can get out immediately. So might as well like fuck yeah. shit up because it's kind of fun. Like I always think that's one of like the cool wish fulfillment ideas of like what if nothing not not what if nothing mattered? Oh, that's so fun. But I mean, like, like, what if there are no consequences and everything just reset? Like, you know, or like, you know, you could just do what you wanted. That yeah. it's it's something interesting to think about, kind of fun of all yeah. the crazy shit. I love the shit that they get up to. It's all very like, or, yeah, that would be a. I would have to try that too. Or like they're driving the car and she's just like in the sunroof living yeah. her life, and then he slams on the brakes and then she goes flying and dies like, oh, and then wakes up. No. <laughs> yeah. Slow down. Uh, or my favorite thing is it goes to the wedding scene and then Andy Samberg runs up with a crossbow and he's like, there's a bomb in the cake. <laughs> he's like, it's all right. Years Shoots ago, it. I was a bomb guy. And then she comes out with this weird accent, like Russian accent. And I, yeah, patch. yes, there was like so much of that fun stuff. And then and then there was, I think the other one that I also like really enjoyed and tell me if I'm wrong. This was a montage where it's like him talking about all the different people he's fucked. Oh yeah. The, right. There's like, multiple people. There's like, not just the, the black guy. And then also yeah. the, the, um, the bartender is my favorite. My favorite. When she's like giving him a hand job right in the car. And then he's like, I ran like, over a man I actually with ran this over car a man with this car. And he's like, really? And then she's like, he never walked again. And then it's like, and then he comes immediately. And I just fucking was dying. I was like, I love that. As soon as she says that he never walked again, it's just instant. Oh, look, he just fucking, it was so perfect. That was hilarious. And she just mold every time she was on screen which was like you know not very much but she just always i loved well, she her there. she nailed the deadpan delivery like oh yeah talking about that it was just so fucking funny i remember other actors just because i know them from other things like, like i know the, who they are yeah but like it's the not dad like... the dad is schmidt's dad oh. and new girl oh my gosh that's he's a... great from the OC, Peter Gallagher, also yeah. Mr. Deeds, you know, yeah. I, he's been around forever, but his eyebrows, he's got like Eugene Levy oh, yeah. kind of eyebrows, I've oh, always yeah. called. But yeah, he was really funny too. And that one, he was like, yeah, and I fucked your dad. <laughs> and then that whole scene, like, what are we doing here? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, no. And then it was like, no, he's like, I'm just kidding. The other one who who I think was the best of the supporting was uh, the girlfriend, but she had a lot uh, more screen time than any of the other people. I I loved the the groomsman Randy. Oh God, yeah, he was <laughs> like so fucking weird and so funny. And he's like, I don't feel safe anymore <laughs> yeah. with him here. He was so funny, but I think with the with the bridesmaid, it was like when she stops talk, like when she's doing her speech, yeah. and then she just like doesn't 
keep start talking. Oh, like, you're oh, oh, she's, oh done. You, she's done. Okay. And then everyone's like, like, what the fuck? She's like hashtag life goals, right? Yeah. Uh, she's so good at being the worst. Yeah. JK Simmons murder montage. That was fun. That was great. And also they did a great job of explaining why he hates Andy Samberg in just like the shortest amount of time. Like, I mean, it was very simple, but it made, it was like, yeah, I fucking would hate that guy too, because he suggested him to go in there. Whereas with the main chick, it's like, you got me into this. And it's like, well, technically, yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, he said, don't come in here, go back. And then she did. So it's like, it's kind of your own fault, bitch, but But yeah, I guess, you know, he's kind of responsible for J.K. Simmons. I'd be like, fuck this guy. (laughs) Fuck this guy. (laughs) The the sex montage and the murder montage are and I think those are kind of uh, half montages. But then like they're just they're very quick. Ah, yes. But they are hilarious. Oh, yeah. They they, really make an impact. That's why they like stick out. Number one. What are the other? The other two is when Kristen leaves. And he's depressed montage. Mm, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But that was like, yeah, I barely. I, yeah, like that one's goes not a through fun, like this. It's another like yeah. basically just running through the motion. Yeah. And that one's not like that one's not really a funny montage. But this show is great because it has so many different emotions you feel throughout it. Like it's not just a pure comedy. Exactly. Um, it was OK the, to have like a an actual serious kind of sad yeah. monologue and or then, monologue, whatever it's called. Montage. And then the final montage is the her learning quantum physics montage. Yes. Like they have to do that because or else it's going to be super boring for us. And also no one's going to get it. And it's like, come on. And they strike a real good balance of like, we cannot talk about quantum physics in this movie, but we can we can have a montage of her taking classes and she can say she can sum it up really quick with something high level when she tells him and he's still and he'll be like i don't know what you mean it's Mm -hmm. like the same thing as like on stranger things they have the kids explain stuff and you're like okay even though like i still don't quite get it like they they try to make it as palatable as possible which I think works. And then I read that the guy that, that she consults on the video cam is like a real like physicist. he does. He yeah, he's a real physicist and he was consulting on the movie already. And that's why they had him do that. And that's I was like, awesome. And it was all like over Zoom or whatever, like just like <laughs> how they normally do. So well, I thought that was and, funny. And the other thing that I like is though the sad montage and the science montage, they actually complement each other because the science montage gives a top like an idea of time that he was without her like yeah. she, that took it, probably it helped years. They support each other basically like it probably took years for her to like learn that interesting so i didn't think he, about that so he was without her for years but i mean she it maybe took her years but it's also like if you had nothing that you had to do every day except for learn this physics shit and get out of a time loop i feel like you would spend 18 hours a day, your brain is thankfully is not resetting. So that's cool. But like, you know, how do you keep notes around? Right. How do you keep all that stuff in your mind? Because that's my problem. You have to learn it over and over and over. That's why I say years. Maybe, but I don't think it would. I feel like maybe I don't know. People get multiple PhDs in in that subject. I mean, I'm just saying I could learn it in a few weeks. I'm just (laughs) No, even if I was literally doing nothing and talking to the most 
smartest person you could tell me, I'd be like Michael Scott, where it's like, tell it to me like I'm five. And then it's like, okay, now tell it to me like I'm four. Yeah. <laughs> like that's still not doing it. Let's go down to like, I'm an infant. Explain it now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I got on the montages. I just wanted to point out how it was fun. How they, many they had. <laughs> it was masterful how they used montages without it getting like, oh my God, another montage. I mean, like, I feel it like great. it was a fun spin on it because every romantic comedy pretty much always has a montage because they always have some issue in the uh, middle. They aren't together. So there's got to be an emotional song gotta skip time with that. Yep. And it's like every single move. So it's almost like a self-aware thing where they're mm-hmm. like utilizing it in these different ways, but also like kind of joking about it at the same time. Mm hmm. I loved it. Yeah, for sure. I pretty much like I have this interesting idea because I feel like this movie doesn't really. Are we sure it's interesting? Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure. (laughs) Well, okay, now I'm second guessing it because you just said that. So I'm going to say it and we'll see. Okay. yeah. But also, fuck you if you don't want to talk about it, because I'm going (laughs) to talk about it anyways. Um, But I feel like this movie is like not it's kind of a lot of different genres in one i mean totally. like you have a little sci-fi you got a lot of comedy i would say like it's like probably 70 to 80 percent comedy mm-hmm. still but it also has like a little bit of the like romantic comedy elements and um like a little bit of the mystery right not really as much horror because all the death is like funny yeah. but in that way, it, it feels like a dark comedy to me because not like in the way that like a typical dark comedy where it's so like it's usually pretty extreme, like with the violence and with the comedy. I don't know. I think this movie kind of has some darkness to it, even though it's it's not like that, where it's not extreme about it. it I mean, it, it almost has the same vibe as Andy Samberg in the movie. It's very like monotone in that way of with its darkness like it'll just say things and kind of move on but it like it does have like a dark like there's a lot of dark shit that they talk about and like life has no meaning and and all this stuff so it's kind of it's a lot darker than I thought it would be honestly I thought it would be more like lighthearted Andy Samberg kind of thing so I like that and then but it also is so funny so it's funny how it's like toned down with like compared to normal it's not so over the top you're you're right like this movie has some some pretty dark things to it that if you if you think about it, you're like, Jesus, like, like it had like, me question, like to have some existential questions, right? Well, like, th- like J.K. Simmons, for however long he's been in there, his mm-hmm. life has been dedicated to killing Andy Samberg over and over again <laughs> to get revenge on putting him in this situation. Like that is a life driven by the Raging worst revenge. Yeah. The worst thing. I think while things are really dark and the situation is not applicable at all, I think the movie is incredibly relatable to everyday life in the sense of like Andy Samberg just feels like he's doing the same thing every day. And I feel like everyone in the world has felt like that in some way, especially oh, 2020. 100%. Like, I mean, it came out at exactly the right time. I was just supposed to say for like, having that vibe because we were literally all doing the exact same thing every fucking day and mm-hmm. we were like alone not in the same way as him but basically all... we didn't know what was going on and yeah and we didn't know how if we were ever going to get out of it I mean it was very like timely that way and I mm-hmm. think that that's what's cool about it like that it had more to say than just like this is a funny romance movie but yeah. also like you know don't take it too seriously whereas it was like no like you should take it 
there's like some serious stuff to say, like that yeah. whole scene at the end with him and J.K. Simmons when he's like talking about how he spent all that time in the ICU and they wouldn't let him die. And mm-hmm. and that's and I love because it's like that that's the worst way to go. And like that is actually like that is something that people are mm-hmm. like scared of. And I mean, I would be. It sounds horrible. But the fact that it made him kind of see that maybe he shouldn't like that was what it took for him to not like want to kill him every yeah. day and Get realize like yeah maybe life could be good i don't know like if you yeah. if you just focus on what you get every day no matter what loop you're in if you're in a time loop or not you should appreciate yeah. everything while you have it quick side note like this movie reminds me a lot of my favorite show of all time scrubs mm-hmm. in the sense of scrubs is a moment by moment genre like it scrubs is a comedy but there is the deepest moments in when you least expect it in scrubs like you'll be laughing and crying within 10 minutes yeah i feel true like that it has a good th- mix of like the sentimentality without being like gray's anatomy level yeah like this movie i feel like it's genre switches from scene to scene like mm-hmm. it is a total comedy movie but then like you'll have the scene like where they go do shrooms out in the desert. And that is such a raw, like deep scene. There's nothing yeah. funny happening. I was expecting it to be a really funny scene because that's like, oh yeah, they're doing drugs. Like this will yeah. be fun. But then it's like the dinosaurs. And mm-hmm. I read that both actors were like, when I read that scene, that was when I was like, I need to be in this movie. You kind of see the the culmination of the of Andy Samberg's character and like the problem that he has is like, he's lived in this monotony for so long that he doesn't think he'll ever get out of it. And then you see Kristen, she just keeps trying to chip away at him, like getting him to open up, to be vulnerable. And all she had to do was have sex with him. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of for the millionth time though, I guess, because it wasn't like the first time, but this is the first time that she genuinely wanted to have sex with him wasn't convinced or whatever but oh but like, i was like what you, do you mean are you trying to imply that he like raped no he her did like not rape her he knew the cheat code <laughs> okay yeah uh, that's true i guess yeah i just i love that scene and just she kind of has like this intensity about her like she just she feels a way about him and she knows that he feels that way about her but he's not showing it or letting it but happen. yeah she knows that he just won't let her in but also like she won't show her cards until he shows her cards. What surprised me. And so like, she's, she's trying so hard to just get him to accept that. Like this situation sucks, but like they're together, you know, and that, and like, that's the difference. Like he's been alone with JK Simmons this whole time, but then like she comes honestly, (laughs) well, he's trying to kill him. He might've, you know, he might've actually though. Yeah. He might've fucked him to death. (laughs) Who knows? But, uh, oh God. <laughs> but, Spin but off. Yeah, like, yeah, I just, I just really like that scene. And I, and I think that both of them just like the acting is brilliant in that scene. And then, yeah, they have sex and then he like wakes up and he's like, Oh, I, I, I do care about her and I'm super clingy now. But then we get, in my opinion, the best twist of where she wakes up. Are you saying best twist in a movie ever? I don't know if I know no, no. that far, saying, but it's a so, really good twist. Sorry. <laughs> best, best twist that I did not see coming. Like it's I never still even a big category. I feel, but I never even thought this movie would have a twist. Like that's true. When movies then, that you don't expect it to have a twist and then they do, that's always fun. 
yeah, like it's not an important plot point twist, but it is a really important character development it's just twist. That they it, surprise adds you. Of, it adds a lot of depth to the story, which and, this yeah. movie is surprising in how deep it is. She wakes up and yeah. she had sex with the, the with the groom. Yeah, the night before the wedding to his, and, to her sister. And that that changes the entire story for her cuz Every day she's waking up to that. That's got to be what she whispered to her sister at the wedding, right? Yeah. 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 That, that was 100% what she told okay. her that what yeah. happened. I was like, oh my God, what is she doing? And then I was like, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that for sure, like was totally surprising. And I love that it also like brought back that like seemingly throwaway comment by Andy Samberg about how he recognized the hair mist because mm-hmm. he knew a girl or a girl who like bathed in it. And he kept saying bye, whatever. Like, I forgot the name of it, but it was so something funny. orchard. Yeah, it was like something orchard by like Fosse or something. Yeah. Like, and he just said it every single time. I loved it. And then I loved that, like, when he's like smelling that guy's pillow and he's like, oh, yeah. what? You were in here last night? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I love that it like comes back. It all comes back. Well, and when, when you watch it again, you will, you'll notice how many times they kind of, hint to that early in the movie like oh yeah i'm sure like there's there's the scenes earlier on they're like where's sarah and they're like she's not in her room oh yeah i didn't i did re- like realize yeah. that because they said it again afterwards and then i was like oh yeah that's why i was like why i just figured it was something to do with the time loop because i was stupid but yeah it's like yeah and then she's like oh i went on the hike and it's like oh yeah but yeah. i was like she did just wake up in her room i thought so yeah I just let that go. I was like, yeah, whatever. But it's like Andy Samberg wakes up every day, essentially with the option to have sex. And she is waking up every day with the shame of it, with enormous shame. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I just did not see that twist coming. And it just adds, adds so much depth. And then it also is just like, she had this super emotional moment with Andy Samberg in the tent on shrooms And then she wakes up and that great feeling is instantly wiped away because she's reminded she's a shitty person. I know. I was like, damn, that sucks. And then it was like so funny that he was all like wanting to talk about it. And I was like, like, he's all like, you know, oh, we had sex. Do you have anything? I was like, he's like acting like the girl. And it's just really funny that like they were just it was just really cool that they added that element for her because it felt like it really gave her like some stakes for her character, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, Oh, this is just like a fun comedy movie. And like, there was like moments that you were getting from Andy Samberg where you're like, Oh, like he's actually like, he's gone through some shit. Like it might be funny, but it's like, he's also like lost a bit of like a lot of himself. And so it was interesting seeing like how she really like has to start every day. Like you said, it's just two kind of totally different things be a lot easier to get along with your time loop if you woke up every day and could have sex versus mm-hmm. oh right i just fucked my like sister's groom yeah well <laughs> like- and then and then like when they talk again he like tries to say like he's like it doesn't matter like just wake up and just like leave the room like it doesn't matter and she's like it does matter cuz yeah. i i did that I know. It's like, couldn't I have done that like the day after this? (laughs) It's like, I'm reminded every day that I did this awful thing. Yeah. Well, that's like, she just like, it's almost like punishment for what you did. And maybe that's like, 
I don't know what Andy Samberg did in the first place besides just going into the cave. But it's like in any other movie, it would have been like, that's why she's stuck in the time loop. Well, that's that's, that's what she's interesting. Yeah. That's and it's like thought. they throw you that bone to make you think that. But yeah. also it's a great like character development. Oh, yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So I feel good. like we should just talk about the ending now that we're like All basically right. here. Is that cool? Yeah, let's do it. Like, do you do we think they stuck the landing? hundred percent. I do, too. I'm I'm satisfied. Like, I don't have I have like some questions, but I feel like that's better. Like they don't like they basically confirm it that they're out. But then like they kind of like with that last the last scene where they're in the pool and they're floating. And I love that, like immediately after they supposedly get out of the time loop, they're doing exactly the same shit they were doing when they Mm -hmm. were in the time loop, which is like on floaties in the pool. And then those people come home. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. So it's like they're they're not really there, right? I don't know. Yeah, they they get out. It's implied. But I I read that they filmed like a bunch of different endings because they didn't know how they wanted to end it. And I thought this one worked for me. They told they definitely got out because they have that scene when they first go to the pool. He's like, This is my safe place. And the people that own this place are on out on vacation. They're like, when are they coming back? He's like, I don't know, but it's not today. And then the last scene is they're in the pool and they, and come, back. they come back. And it's like, I guess they came back the next day. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you have a dog. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I, I wrote down that he was like, uh, what did I say? I really loved the way that they said um, he's one of them shaggy dogs. But <laughs> yeah. Also that like she makes like two your mom jokes in a row. Like when they walk out, when they yeah. walk into the cave with the explosive and he's like, I was thinking we should go on a date or something like watch dinner. She's like, yeah, go to your mom's house. (laughs) And he's like, okay, that was a mistake. And then she's like, oh, your mom was a mistake. (laughs) I was just like, I love that. Like, that's just perfect. Like not what you typically get after the big sweet speech. Cause as soon as he finishes Mm -hmm. his whole speech, she's also like, all right, are you done? Like, (laughs) okay, let's move on. (laughs) Like, thanks for apologizing. I'm ready to get back to things. I think the thing that this movie did better than any other stuck in a time loop movie is it made me care about the characters more than the gimmick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like to bring something else to the table. If you're doing using the gimmick, it's usually just a device to get you to tell another story. And yeah, if if it's actually a worthwhile story to tell. Which like, I, I thought, think, yeah, hundred percent. I, th- I, I think they nailed the story. Like Groundhog's Day, you're just watching it to watch Bill Murray have fun. It is, it's great. It's wonderful. Edge of Tomorrow, it's an action sci-fi movie. Like you're watching it to, for for because you like sci-fi movies. Yeah. Happy Death Day, <clears throat> it's horror comedy. There's a little bit more character stuff with that. Um, but I think I th- it has some interesting things to say it, in that movie too. That's what surprised me is it also looked really bad when I saw the trailers and I was like, that looks stupid. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I think even saying those movies are so good. And so I finally watched both of them and I was like, fuck, I love these movies. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. But I feel like these kind of like comedy mixed with something. Typically, they don't necessarily look great by the trailers. Mm-hmm. I never saw the trailer for this movie, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much sometimes that like they might use this kind of a device or whatever. And it seems familiar and like, Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just a reboot or remake, whatever. But it's always a nice surprise because Mm -hmm. they, if they bring something else to the table and have something to like actually get through to you and have not to make it like elevated. Cause fuck, I hate that Mm -hmm. like elevated horror, you know, it's like, shut up. 
<clears throat> it doesn't all it, like it can also be stupid and fun. Right. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that this movie has both. And I think that's cool when movies can incorporate like silliness, but also seriousness. And this movie yeah. did a, so much more than I anticipated really at all. I didn't think that there would even be anything like that. Almost. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this will be like a silly, lighthearted thing. Well, and, and I also I also really love how this movie kind of like paints. It, it kind of lets people define like how they find their peace. Mm-hmm. Like we have the the post credit scene of of uh, J.K. Simmons, and like that's like a fun thing. It, it's funny. It's cool. But like if that wasn't there, I still would have been totally happy with how they kind of wrapped that character up, and like he found peace in this thing. Yeah, and like it was it was just it was kind of beautiful. And then these two, it was like their story of nothing matters to maybe nothing does matter, but what we have matters. Like, I don't know. There's just Maybe so the much rest stuff doesn't that... matter. It's long as like you find your what does he say to him like earlier in the movie to find your I hope you find your something. I forget what it was. It's probably a great line. And I just totally spaced on it. But it was when he was like, you know, looking at his kids and thinking yeah. about that, which I also wrote the one thing I didn't write down the great line, but I wrote that he was when he was talking about how his son, he's like, he's over there fucking watering dog shit. What <laughs> yeah. the hell is that? <laughs> what the hell is that about? And I was just like, I read in the trivia that the his daughter was doing, but they were both doing something that like wouldn't work. So like watering something that wouldn't grow. It's like basically like a time loop, yeah. right? Like everybody's doing stuff that like it really won't work or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was funny. So I was like, but I just I I wrote that down. that that probably took over in my mind because it was hilarious. I was like, yeah, why is that kid watering fucking dog shit? What's going to what's going to grow from that? <laughs> I feel like this movie could mean different things to different people at different stages of a relationship that they're in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like if you're in the early stage of a relationship, the last couple lines kind of bubble up like when you're exiting the early stage, like when everything everything's exciting and then things start to get a little familiar. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if we hate each other? You know, it's yeah. like that's a fear of like, what if we get old? What if we get bored of each other or anything? What like, if we get you, old? Hey, yeah. if we stay here, we won't ever get old. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's could, like, yeah, what if we get bored? What if we get too comfortable? What if we start like looking elsewhere? Like it's always mm-hmm. all these scary thoughts. But yeah, you're right. And that hits home with like everybody whether you're like oh we're about to get married or mm-hmm. maybe we're just like gonna get a pet or is my we're sister just fucking eating. my fiance yes which <laughs> like my god i would murder her but also the one other thing i was like i need to re- like rewatch this movie just so i can write down that entire maid of honor speech that she nails at the end <laughs> yeah. because my sister just got engaged and I'm going to fucking steal that. I don't know <laughs> if she's seen this movie, but I have a feeling she wouldn't remember it verbatim anyways. Yeah. And I might just steal it because I hate fucking writing speeches. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. I just yeah, I felt like the movie was just it was for something that deals with stuff that's so dark. It was also like still positive and like a fun time. Most of those like time loop movies, it's either they're like too lighthearted or like too dark sometimes. Mm-hmm. So this was like a perfect in the middle. And I really enjoyed everything about it. I like I like it all. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the regular exclusive podcast. We hope that you enjoyed Palm Springs as much as we did. Uh, but we're doing something a little bit different this next week. Um, we're actually watching two movies. One of the movies 
actually both movies I haven't seen probably since they came out like 2008, 2012 range. Renee, what what, what movies are we watching? All right. Well, we're going to be watching. Uh, we're doing a double feature this week. Um, you might not know at first why these two movies connect, but we promise we will fill in the blanks on that next week when we discuss The Mist and This is the End, which totally different genres, you know, but you'll find there's a lot of similarities that really surprise both of us, I think. Or, yeah. Yeah. That, the, these movies are a shockingly odd pairing that really work and... Highly recommend watching both of them. Yeah. And just, you know, we'd also recommend to do it in the order that we said. Uh, just you'll find out why later on if you haven't seen either of them. But yeah, go ahead and start with The Mist and then finish up with This is the End. That'll be uh, your homework until we see you next week. And the, the Mist is available on Netflix. And This is the End is available. It's included with stars or you can rent it anywhere else. All that stuff. So... Uh, everyone, thank you for listening to the regular exclusive podcast and we'll see you guys soon. Stay cool. Stay fresh. <laughs>